Good morning, everybody. And can I give you a warm welcome to our service this morning, even though it is a bit on the cold side outside. Um, this is our Remembrance Day service, and during the service this morning, we will be taking part of the service outside by the shop. So you might want to keep your coats handy. You might need them. Um, there are two notices that I've got that are over and above the notice sheet that you should all have a copy of, which if that is that. If you've not got a physical copy of it, then you've probably got it online. But if you've not got either, then there's probably still some spare ones outside. Uh, the two extra notices are, he says, moving papers around. Uh, next Sunday, after the morning service, is when we're decorating the church for Christmas. So if there's any volunteers who can stay behind after that and help out with the decoration and setting out the nativity scene in the prayer room, then please do so. Uh, David is looking after it at the moment. So if you just let him know, then he can have an idea how many people are doing it. Just stand up, David, just in case. That's David. <laughs> just in case anybody wasn't aware of who he was, because it's not that David. <laughs> right, and the second one, and this is one for all sweet fans, me included, right? If you eat sweets this week and you have wrappers on them, like roses and like quality street and like i could go on it i could stand here and go on about sweets for the next 15 minutes but i think you might have something to say about that can you keep the wrapper and can you bring it into church next sunday morning because we need it for a craft i have a feeling i'm on sunday school next sunday morning so i'm really looking forward to that but i might not be i might be living in hope <laughs> anyway just before the Bible comes in, can we just pray together? Father God, we just thank you that we can come to church this morning to praise you. Let the meaning of this service not escape us. Let us remember all those who have made sacrifice so that we can be here. Especially this morning, Lord. Let us remember the sacrifice that Jesus made for each one of us. And Father, speak to us. Each one of us. And take our praise as it's given, Lord, freely and in true worship of you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Can I ask you all to please stand as we bring in the word of God. And over to you, Stuart. And we'll continue standing as the flags are brought through. Thank you, girls. Oh, I've got the wreath. Thank you. Please be seated. And welcome to our remembrance service this morning. And it's great to have uh, the guides and brownies and rainbows with us. And is that the, we go down to rainbows. That's, just, that's, yeah, great. That's great. Well, it's lovely to have you with us and everybody else. Welcome to our remembrance service. <clears throat> we come to remember uh, the sacrifices made through two world wars and beyond uh, for our freedom and peace. 
We're going to start our worship with a reading from God's Word in Psalm 40, verses 1 to 3. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. He put a new song in our mouths, a hymn of praise to our God, as we stand on that firm rock of our Lord God this morning. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for this morning. We thank you that you've brought us here today. And Lord, on this Remembrance Sunday, we thank you for those who have given so much that we can be here. Lord, we pray for your forgiveness. We say sorry for the times where we've taken our freedom and peace for granted. We're sorry, Lord, for the times where we've maybe not been peacemakers. And we're sorry that we haven't trusted in you as our rock. For all these things, we ask for your forgiveness and know that in and through Jesus, who loves us and gave his life for us, we receive that forgiveness and peace. Lift us up, we pray today, even as we bow our heads in remembrance and thanks. May we know your presence with us by the power of your spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And it's over to the worship group who are going to lead us in a couple of songs as we sing.
Great worshipping there with the, with the flags, so it's great to see. In a moment, we're going to make our way out to Dylan's. Those who are able to join us, please feel free to do that. Um, but we're just going to uh, watch a, a short video before we make our way over there. Um, it's a, a, a person who's a, a minister, a chaplain to the armed forces. He's a, a Methodist minister. And he's, tell, he's given us an idea from, from a military perspective of why do we pause to remember? So we're going to have that video now. Hello, hello. My name is Ian Brown. I'm a Methodist presbyter and a chaplain in the Royal Air Force. Every Remembrance Sunday, I like to ask people what they think about during the two-minute silence. I've received a range of answers over the years, from images on the TV news, to friends I have lost, to did I remember to lock the front door when we left home? And even, are these tights black or navy? There was a time I used to wonder what to focus on during the silence, but not anymore. About 20 years ago, I visited some of the war grave sites in Northern France. I remember being overwhelmed by the sheer scale of loss on display. Row upon row of white headstones, installed with great precision, each one pristinely kept. It spoke to me of sacrifice and the cost of war. At one particular cemetery, left wondering how I ought to respond, I turned to the Book of Remembrance, a book that lists the names and hometowns of each person buried there. To my surprise, I discovered a direct relative, a great uncle from my mother's side of the family. I already knew something of his story, but had never known what became of him. In that moment, I realised that I could channel my remembrance. There was a personal connection. Sadly, these days, I don't need to travel back to 1918 for a personal connection to grief and loss surrounding war and conflict. I have helped say goodbye to many men and women who have died in the service of their country. It is vital that we take time to remember, to honour the fallen and to commit to caring for the living. So for me, when it's time for the two minute silence on Remembrance Day, I think of those who will grow not old. The people known to me, whose lives have been devastated by war and conflict. And I pray for peace.
we'll be doing in a moment is we'll be praying for peace and remembering the fallen. We're going to go out now to the front of Dylan's where we'll continue with the two-minute silence. Let us remember before God those who have died for their country in war. Perhaps those who we knew and whose memories we treasure. And those who came back, whose lives bear the scars of war. And all who've lived and died in the service of humankind. Kate's going to lead us in a reading. A reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 15, starting at verse 9. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends, if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends, for everything that I have learned from my father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command. Love each other. Amen. I'm going to read the usual passage from... uh... Uh, that we read at Remembrance Sunday and at the end I will say we will remember them and if you could respond with the words we will remember them they shall not grow old as we that are left grow old age shall not weary them nor the years condemn at the going down of the sun and in the morning we will remember them we will remember them
seek the good of the world, to work for the increase of peace and justice, to bring healing and wholeness to those in need, and work for your kingdom's sake, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And our service will now continue uh, in, as worship uh, in, in the church. Welcome back. And... Uh... Thank you for joining with us in that act of remembrance. Uh, there were some members of the public there as well who, who, uh, who were very grateful. Thank you for, for providing that act of worship. Um, one of the things we remember sometimes is, uh, and, and there's some good stuff to remember, as, as well as sometimes the, the, the harder stuff of life, and today is all going to be about uh, what we remember and uh, how we remember and why we remember stuff. Um, one of the things we remember is birthdays. So it's over to Ben who, who helps us with that. Morning. Morning. Now, does anyone have a birthday today or this week? Ah. We. We see a couple. Name? That's good. And how old is he? He will be 11. Fat one in the womb, and we see one standing. Angela. And, uh, Angela. And, and what age are you? <laughs> That's good. Now, any advance on two? Going once, going twice. <coughs> Sold. <laughs> Take it away, <laughs> my soul. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. We're going to have our Bible readings now. Um, one's going to be a video up on the screen, and the other one uh, Steve's going to read for us in a moment. And they're both about remembering, but why we remember and what we remember. Uh, so you have to listen out a bit. One of them, it's not that clear, but you'll, 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 get, you'll get to understand it as we go through the service. Uh, but... Uh, but one's on the video, as I say, we'll see that now. Uh, it's, a, it's a famous story that Jesus taught us. Stories of the Bible. The parable of the two builders. This is Jesus. hey Who is the Son of God and the Savior of the world. While Jesus was on earth, he taught everyone about God's love and healed people from their sickness. He did many miracles like walking on water. Oh, hey guys. And even raised people from the dead. Uh, Wahoo! One day, as he saw the crowds gathering, Jesus went up to the mountainside and sat down. His disciples gathered around him and he began to teach them. 
he asked them, Why do you keep calling me Lord, Lord, when you don't do what I say? Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise. Hey, I'm gonna build here. Yeah, I'm gonna build out there. All right, suit yourself. Like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Oh, yeah. When the floodwaters rise and break against that house, it stands firm because it was well built. I'll get it here. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish. All right, hey, it's nice. Like a person who builds a house on sand. Uh-oh. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching. The second reading is from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 to 12. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on the gates. When the Lord your God brings you into the land, he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob to give you, a land with large flourishing cities that you did not build, Houses filled with all kinds of good things you did not provide. Wells you did not dig, and vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant. Then, when you are eat and are satisfied, be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Amen. That those readings were both about how what we remember and why we remember them and uh, the interesting thing about the second one which was quite long but it was about a group of people who really really love God and they've learnt lots about God and they know about God and they've even seen something uh, of God's power but they've gone. They've been warned that if they go to a place where everything's nice and easy and everything's given for them, and they get lots of food, and they're not prisoners anymore because they were kept as prisoners, and now they're not. They're kept as slaves, and now they're free. That once all that good stuff's happening, they might forget God. They might forget the importance of God. And one of the things that God gave them was things called the commandments, the words to follow so that they could remember God and they could remember uh, what God was like and they could remember also that God was with them. God was with them. And if they followed those commandments, it was going to be good for them. And in the first reading, the reason that the man built his house on the rock, what did it say he would be if he built his house on the rock? Can you remember? We're going to do that in a minute. Ben knows the song. It's fantastic. Did you remember? It said that he was going to be wise. That word wise. And he said the person that built their hand on the sand. What happened to the house on the sand? It went. And it said he was not wise because he hadn't remembered God's words. And so what we have to remember, like today is remembrance. We're going to be thinking about that in a minute. But I've got a quiz for you. Who likes a quiz? Who likes a bit of a challenge? Yeah? It's not hard. 
But it's something, it's a bit like what we do at Tots. Well, when we were online on Zoom, do you remember that? Fantastic. Uh, Pam's not here, so, uh, but she used to do quite a lot of uh, the Tots stuff on, online, with, and we, we, we'd watch and, and try and support as best we could without getting it too wrong. Um, but she, would, um, she had this, this sort of Lego bridge where we have little characters on it, different things, and she put, she, she'd have like uh, a toy car and a, and a teddy bear and, uh, and, a, and a little rubber duck on this bridge. And, and then she'd put a piece of paper over it, take something away and then take it away. And you'd have to say what's gone, what's disappeared. You'd have to remember what has disappeared. And I think... And I think Heather w- was involved in this as well. I think that was probably the, the thing that most of the kids who were involved, and most of the adults, to be honest, enjoyed most on that whole ta- tots, uh, tots time, I think, probably. That and the craft. The craft also was fantastic. But, but we did that. So we could have remember what had disappeared. Now, I'm not going to expect you to remember what's disappeared, but I'm going to show... Well, Colin's going to put up a picture for us. And you've got about a minute to remember all those things... And then I'm going to take the picture away and we're going to see how many of those things we can still remember. Okay, so you've got to remember all the things on that, on that page. concentration another 10 seconds that'll do so what can you remember now I've got it on my sheet so I can cheat but I'm going to put a few paper so you can't see through the paper there we go what have you got a dog yep there was a dog fantastic there's one well done can you remember one a lollipop definitely a lollipop on there a baby? Yeah, that was a baby. A cat. a cat. There was a cat. A poppy. Yep, a poppy. Thomas the Tank Engine. Yes, he was on there. Yeah. An apple. There was an apple. Well done. An egg. There was an egg. Well spotted. A bunch of medals. Now they're special, and I'll tell you about those in a minute. Uh, who haven't we had? Yeah, come on. A phone? There was a mobile phone on there yet? Oh, sorry? A plane. There was a plane. Does anybody know what type of plane it was? It was a Spitfire. Well done. Uh, yep. A pound coin. There was a pound coin. Uh, somebody at the back there? Ooh. You have to speak up because I've got very poor ears. A bicycle, there was a bicycle, well spotted. Chocolate, there was a chocolate on there, there was a Freddo. Everybody's favourite Freddo. Anybody else? Have we got any more? Oh yeah, Janet. There was a teddy bear, yeah. There was a boat, yep. Oh wow, a torch. Yep, a torch. Zach. You have to say it nice and loud for me. Can you remember? I don't, I don't, there was. There was, there was, there was. Uh, yeah. Was there a what? There was a baseball cap. Yeah, there was. There was a fish. Golly. You're cheating. You can see it on the... <laughs> there was a Bible on there. 
We've got one more to find. Now we've got the coin, we've got a pound coin, they've guessed that one. Is it an egg or a tomato? No, we've had the egg. At the back. A hat. No, we've had the hat. It was a sock. Colin will put them up again, hopefully. There we go. Well done, everybody. You got all of them right. Eventually, we got them all right. So that's fantastic. And you had to remember all those things, and it was good. Now, we know that remembrance, and we've got a poppy up there. We've got a poppy on us. Some of us are wearing our poppies. It reminds us uh, of what uh, people did for us in the wars. And uh, those medals up there, they're actually my granddad's medals. So they remind me of the things that my granddad did during the Second World War. Well, one of my granddads, the other one, he didn't collect his medals. He, didn't, he, was, he sort of said, the war's over and I don't really want any medals. You know, I've done my bit, I'll move on. But he still remembered uh, the war. So they were, they were a remembrance to me, I guess, of, of my granddad, but also uh, the, the war that he fought for us, for our freedom. But the poppy reminds us of that. And we're going to see the next slide where there's lots of poppies. And uh, like at this time of year, like I say, we have the poppy and it's a symbol because the poppies all grew on the battlefields where the wars were fought. You might have learned that at school and in other places, or perhaps you learned that at uh, at Guides and Brownies and and Rainbows, that it was about um, how we uh, remember. And it was a flower that reminds us. Now, it's a bit funny having something like a flower to remind us of stuff, but it's good to remember and today that's what it's all about we have the next slide please that's not no man's land no who's ever built a sandcastle yeah okay great so some of you've built sandcastles you've been to the beach now where i grew up when i was a little boy if you can imagine that i was a little boy once um when i grew up as a little boy We didn't have a sandy beach. I lived in a seaside town. I lived on the coast. I lived right by the sea. But we didn't have any sand. That's not good, is it? You want a beach, you want some sand on it. You want it like Blackpool or Southport. You want lots of sand or or, or Formby. No, we had pebbles. So I couldn't really build a sandcastle on that. But when you build your sandcastle, what happens when the sea comes in? Yeah. It goes back down, doesn't it? It all goes sploosh and it's all gone. And it's almost like you've never built the same castle at all. And that's a bit like the story that Jesus was telling about the wise man who built his house on the sand. He built his house on this sand and just like building your sandcastle, the waves came in, the storm came along and it washed it all away. Because he didn't think... That was a, you know, he didn't think that this, that this might happen. He hadn't planned. He hadn't thought about it. He hadn't remembered, perhaps, what other people had told him. You know, don't build your hands, house on the sand. That's a silly thing to do. Oh, no, I like living on the beach. I'm going to build my house here. So he did. And it all went wrong. Now, these are stories that Jesus told. They're probably, they may be based on, on real stuff that Jesus actually saw, although... I don't know about this one, but it's true that he said, if you build your house on the sand, it goes sploosh. And if you build it on a rock, then it will stay firm, that it won't get washed away. And what Jesus was trying to help us to remember, and that's the important thing is about remembering, is that we build our lives on a rock. Now that rock isn't like a lump of stone. He wasn't saying that. He was using a picture. He was saying, you build your life on believing in Jesus. Jesus is the rock on who we build our lives. And he also said some of that to know more about Jesus, to know more about God and what God wants us to live like and to, be, uh, to live and, and, and work and, and live out our lives. He said, you build it on the rock that you learn and remember from my word. And that word is in the Bible. And one of the most important words that we heard this morning was when it said, 
Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind and love your neighbours as yourself is another bit of that. Those are the things that we build our life on. That is what it means to be wise, to build our house on the rock, is that we love God with all that we are, all that we are, our heads, our hearts, our minds, and all that we are. We, we remember and we thank God for that and we live our lives for that. That's building our house on the rock. If we build it on anything else, loving God, loving our neighbour, if we build it on anything else, will be like a sandcastle on a beach. It'll get washed away. And that's not great. So we want to be wise. We want to remember God's word to us and live out our lives that God loves us and we love God and we can love each other. This is what Jesus said. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who builds his house on the rock. So that's what we need to be. We need to be wise people who build, who listen to Jesus' words, to li listen to God's words. Not just listen to them, but we live them out. We do them. We act them out. So when it says we love uh, somebody or we love God, how could we show that we love somebody? Can you think? What would you do if you, if you wanted to show like, uh, the, the people that you live with, the people that care for you, how, how do you show them that they love you? Or how do they show you that they love you? Yeah? Help, help them. Very good. So you might tell. help. Tell. tell them. Yes, tell them. Even better, say, I love you. Yeah, at the back there. Sorry? I can't hear. I'm not... Forgiveness. Wow. There's a big word. That's a big word that means uh, if they get something wrong or we get something wrong, then we say, I forgive you. We don't always get it right. And sometimes we have to forgive people. That's another way of showing uh, the love of God to others. Doing good, doing good deeds daily. Good deeds daily. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah, so we do the right thing. We live our lives in a good way that helps others, that tells others that we love them, that perhaps forgives others. And uh, these are all the things that Jesus said is like being a wise person who builds their house on a rock. And the most important thing is to love God and to love one another. Thank you. I think we're done. And we are going to do that action song. I'm going to need my help because I'm not very good at uh, leading it on my own. So I'm going to ask Helen to come up. But some of you may know it. So if you want to come up as well, it's the wise man builds his house upon a rock. And it's got a few actions. I think Ben knows the actions. He's, he, was, he was already on, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the actions there. So... so uh, you okay with that? Oh, Ben's going to come and help us as well. Here we go. Thank you, Ben. That's fantastic. So it goes, the wise man built his house upon the rock. The wise man built his house upon the rock. The wise man built his house upon the rock. And the rains came tumbling down. And the rains came down and the floods came up. The rains came down and the floods came up. The rains came down and the floods came up. And the house on the rock stood firm. And then there's the bit about the sandy one, and that goes splat at the end. We can just clap our hands. So. Yeah, and then there's another verse as well, which we'll, we'll get to. So let's go for it.
And I expect for some of you, it's been a few years since you last sang that one. But well done, everybody, for entering into the spirit of it. One of the things we do uh, as uh, being wise and loving God is praying for people, praying for other people and praying for all those things in the world uh, that, uh, that worry us sometimes and trouble us and, and those places where people perhaps haven't got as much to eat as we have, those people that are facing things like wars and dangers. We need to pray for all those things because that's the wise thing to do. So Colin is now going to lead us in our prayers for others. I don't know whether everybody's seen this book, but if you've not, this is the prayer book. And it's at the door and the right way in. And if you've got something that you particularly want prayer for, you put it in the book. And it'll get mentioned and prayed for at the service. And that people will hold it in their memory and they'll think about it and pray about it during the week. So just be aware of it. Because there are so many needs in our community, but there aren't many needs in our prayer book. So just be aware of it so that you can put the needs in it. Shall we pray together? Father God, we thank you that we can come together before you this morning to offer you our praise and to remember so much on such an important day. We thank you, Lord, that we can lift our prayers before you and we pray, Lord, that you'll listen to them and that your will will be done. On this day, we especially ask that you would hold forever all who have suffered during war, those who returned scarred by warfare, those who waited anxiously at home, and those who returned wounded and disillusioned, those who mourned, and those communities that were diminished and suffered loss. Remember too those who acted with kindly compassion, those who bravely risked their own lives for their comrades, and those who in the aftermath of war worked tirelessly for a more peaceful world. Father, there is so much going on in our world today that we'd like to lift just a few things before you. It's been such a monumental week with the COP26 summit. And we thank you, Lord, that an agreement has been reached, even though it's a weak agreement. But it's still an agreement. And we pray for those countries, Lord, that find difficulty in recognising the situation that this world is in. Countries such as China and India, who for some reason insisted that the pact that the agreement should be watered down. We pray, Lord, that we'll get our act together and that we'll look after your world because it's your world and you gave it to us to look after. Let us do that and let us remember that that's the task that you gave us. Father, we pray for our community. We pray for all those people in need in our community. We're here, Lord, as your church, representing you in this community. And we need, Lord, to go out and make sure that people hear your message, that people aren't in need, that people as Christmas approaches aren't sad and aren't alone, but have a knowledge, a certainty, Lord, that you are with them. And that they will always be in your hands. Father, there is so much that we can do. And we are so slow in doing it. And it doesn't matter how old we are. Every one of us can take part. Father, we just thank you that we can bring our prayers before you. There are some prayers in our book. We pray for Lindsay, who is undergoing chemotherapy, that his treatment will be successful, and we pray for his wife, Joyce, also. And we pray for Ellie, 
who has been in and out of hospital this week. We ask for your hand upon Ellie and her mum and dad at this time. Father, we just take all these prayers out of our book and we give them to you. And we also, Lord, take those prayers that are in our hearts that we've been thinking about as we've been praying. And we give them to you, Lord, too. And we pray that your will will be done. We lift all these prayers before you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. Amen. And now we're going to move on to the Lord's Prayer which is the prayer that Jesus taught us. The words are on the screen in case you haven't learned them before or in case you aren't aware of the new words. So we'll say this together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Amen. And as we nearly come to the end of our worship, we're going to sing a couple of songs that uh, reflect what we've been saying. It's about trusting God, being the people that God wants us to be, being wise and living out God's love in the world. So we're going to sing a couple of songs, uh, starting with From Building a People of Power.
going to have some words now just before we finish and then, uh, and then there'll be a blessing. Then we'll stand uh, and share the grace with one another. Philippians 4, 8 to 9. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. If you think about those things, you will be wise. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Amen. Let's stand if we're able and as we finish, share the grace with one another and then we'll remain standing as the flags leave us. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Lovely amen.